Hello, dear Spin Sisters. Welcome back to another episode with Calamity Jane and Roxy. Hello. Greetings and salutations. Thank you for joining us again. We have been into this sort of forced isolation, starting to get out and see people again, whether or not you are hugging or not hugging yet. It's still really nice to get to see people's faces, even from the street. People are out biking again. It just feels like we've all kind of come out of our cocoon. Definitely, I've seen that too. Streets with their masks on and people out and about. What was I grateful for? I'm taking it back more like to the 4th of July and what it represents. And I am grateful for the concept of freedom. Freedom. And whatever mm-hmm. that means to anyone is what mm-hmm. it means to them. But the mm-hmm. sense of the amount, I mean, just what we, what we have here in America mm-hmm. with all of its mess, with all of its dysfunction, lots of not so good stuff. But you know what? I'm grateful for my freedom. So on today's episode, we're going to continue to talk about forced time out from a different perspective. (laughs) And one of the things that's going to come up is this idea that people who are observing you will see a whole different perspective than you think is going on in your world. And so I think it's a really fun way to kick off this season with how we see ourselves in the world, but also other perspectives. And so we are going to laugh about ourselves today and uh, be very vulnerable. There are a lot of articles in their you know, advice about the importance of disconnecting or unplugging from social media or even from our daily grind yeah. and, and what it can do to, to your health. So we thought we'd tell a funny story about our attempt to unplug <laughs> <laughs> for a long weekend in order to brainstorm for the podcast. Uh, we had included another really close friend who had worked with us, with us for years, but also I think who we both have thought of as our daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Another daughter for us. And we would have been very young mothers. Of very course. young. Yeah. Almost impossibly young. Well, so I would have been 17. <laughs> but you know, yeah. she could be my yeah. daughter. But yes, we could have, we could have been, we, we could have been mothers at that age. So she is a Gen Xer and much techier than we are. So <laughs> we wanted to uh, get her advice to make sure we weren't missing an important perspective um, from that age, what we call the, well, she's, she's actually... Uh, you know, the Gen Xer group is called the sandwich generation yeah. because the baby boomers have now been surpassed in population by the millennials. I think so, yeah. Yep. And so we talk about our children being millennials. Our other daughter is is a Gen Xer. And so it, it's a great perspective to hear different viewpoint on not only technology, but social media. She's a big social media. And big podcast yeah. listener. Yes, so yes. we wanted to get yeah. her feedback. Yeah, great. So let's jump, just jump in uh, to the title of this episode, Oh My God, Nordstrom's is on Fire, which is a super funny title all by itself, but it, it will become more poignant as we talk. So just a little bit of background for everybody. A few weeks ago, we both took flights to get to Northern California, which you know, I think was a pleasant experience given yeah. kind of coming back out of our shells. Also, travel was still somewhat limited. Yeah. Planes were pretty empty. You don't get any of those delicious meals on the plane. <laughs> Not even pretzels lately. But yeah. super clean, yeah. probably cleaner than they've ever Probably been. cleaner than they've ever been. So if anybody's thinking about traveling, now is the time. And with masks, yep. you have to wear the yep. mask. have to wear the mask, lots of hand washing. We get down to Northern California, and that's been a tradition of ours for years because of the rainy Seattle Springs. Ugh. Right. And so, and winters. So you're just about ready. You really need to go somewhere to, to slit your throat yeah. from yeah. the rain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Northern California's a nice break, really sunny. So we mm. were both pretty excited about, you know, heading into the sun, really excited about where we were going to stay. So fast forward, we've settled into this beautiful house and we're excited about planning the podcast. Is it so Santa Rosa, right? Sonoma, yeah, Santa Rosa. Sonoma mm-hmm. wine country, yeah. vineyard yeah. in the back. Oh, so great. And so I'd been there a few days longer, and, and we were just relaxed, content, and, and really inspired that. And, and I have to say, really pretty proud of ourselves that 
we had gotten our book, Shut Your Mouth, uh, published and out there mm-hmm. on Amazon. And, you know, there, there were lots of glitches, but basically we hit our deadline. We yeah, wanted we did. it out by Mother's yeah, Day. Did. Really inspired. Now we're getting ready to, to talk about doing this podcast, which is really just a different venue for people to get information. Yeah. And yeah. And so we missed that connection. So we're, this is our idea that we'll, we'll come up with a, you know, a way to connect with women from all over. So we head out um, one day to, we're hungry, right? We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're settling. Yeah. It's gorgeous. We've unplugged. We are like in our moment of chi of like, this is just, we're creative. Oh my gosh, we're in the flow. But gosh, we're a little hungry. Yeah, that, ha- that happens with that brain. Yeah. You know, that brain energy. So we head out to a local organic market, which our friend, our, our, our other daughter, Gen Xer. Um, yeah, our Gen Xer had found before and said, oh, we got to go back there for, for groceries for dinner. And and of course, we're wearing very casual clothes, no makeup. I don't yeah. know that I, I mean, I'll have to admit, I don't think I took a shower that day. So we're pretty laid back that day. And of course, we have our masks that, yes. that we yep. brought with us. Yep, yep. So the market, it's a parking lot. And obviously inside, there are people everywhere. It's funky. It's kind of, it had a funky yeah. vibe. You know, yeah. funky Northern yeah. California, cool, organic yeah. vibe. Sonoma County. Yeah. yeah. And very packed, but controlled. And, you know, the... People are following the rules, basically. Yes. Six yes. feet apart. The line kind of almost went out the door, so they they had it very neatly wrapped around yeah, um, right. to the back separated. of the yeah separated. So wouldn't you say that we probably stood out to all those Sonoma <laughs> well, County people? I don't know why the Three Stooges comes to mind, but it does because <laughs> none of us I would consider ourselves as petite, <laughs> and then also our personalities in general, we tend to feed off of each other is like little romping puppies. So we were doing our best to, of course, keep distant masks on, but we were very excited to, to shop and get us this yummy food and further create. And so our energy was a little bit excited, ramped in a good way. <laughs> little, also yeah. a little like not organized. And we were probably moving a lot faster than most everybody else. Yeah. Around. Kind of get the get the groceries, get home. Yeah. What's this long line? Everybody else is moving a lot slower. It's interesting to talk again about that perspective thing. I have to admit, I was clued out. And I really didn't, I mean, I didn't even notice kind of what did, went down as far as people in line. And, and you can tell this part of the story. But I, I was probably, you know, not doing my best to social distance. I was kind of weaving in and out We're of people. Excited. The line's long. And you, I mean, how else are you supposed to do it? But like break into the line to get to the other, to get to the vegetables. <laughs> well, the yeah. mushrooms, the, mushrooms, the organic yeah. mushrooms. The organic cremini mushrooms. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we were, we were pretty, I, I'm sure that if it had been videoed, which thank goodness thank God, it was it not. Wasn't. Yeah. I'm sure that we looked ridiculous. So I'm rushing around, have to admit, don't notice other people. We're trying to hurry, but also we're, we're making some really important decisions about dinner, right? You two are, yeah, the good are. cooks. Yeah. I was like, I'll go hold a place in wine as you get there, your yada yada pasta that has to have been, I don't know, hand whatever, whatever. I mean, it, yeah. was, very, they, it was very important that they got specific things. Right. So I thought, right. I don't really cook very well. I'll go hold a place in line. Basically hold it. You had nothing in your hands. You're just well, going to hold it. I had my phone, okay, which was really not normal for me. <laughs> I did have my phone, but it was, yeah. I don't know why I was supposed to be unplugged. And for the most part, I was. Yeah, but I have no idea why I grabbed my phone. That's sort of the background of the story is we really went away to unplug. And yeah. we were not. No we TV. Were, yeah, no, no TV. Nothing. nothing. As most mothers and daughters do, I was bantering or maybe even arguing with with my uh, adopted daughter, our daughter. And so there was a lot of that going on too. And maybe we were talking louder than we needed to be across the store um, about the flavor of the ice cream and what's the best brand. And 
which kind you like and yeah. you know the the noodles and the so anyway embarrassing probably for all of us let's let's move forward on that three stooges comes to mind again yep. with, with all that and so we're we're there and i believe at one point you let the woman behind you the young lady behind you uh, step in step in line in front yeah, of you yeah how i remember it is i was in line you know and um i think it was our gen x or um, daughter that came over was saying something like what kind of ice cream do you like and i said my ice cream and she said that was awful ice cream that i'm <laughs> going to get a better ice cream and the woman behind me to me kind of felt like she was like a little bit and so our Gen X, her daughter said, hey, why don't you go in um, front of us? Because we're obviously not really organized. She was like, yeah, good idea. So she did. And so I held my place behind. Mm-hmm. And you guys didn't take too long to yeah. come back with all the particular groceries. <laughs> so what I remember as you guys were coming back to me, and we had moved that young woman who was, I would guess, is a millennial. She was adorable. She had her yoga pants on. She was, she, she was really petite, quite sweet looking. My phone dinged, right, with that text message thing. And it was my son, who's also a millennial, Matthew. And he said, do you have any idea what's happening in Seattle right now? Which, of course, I didn't. We're unplugged. We're going to create this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I read it, and I said really loud in the middle of this organic, lovely grocery store, oh, my God, (laughs) Nordstrom's is on fire. And, and, and I read it again, and you guys were coming over to me. You were like, what? And I was like, and I had to repeat it. Nordstrom's is on fire. <laughs> and we all were stumbling and bumbling over ourselves, and people looked at us like, what's wrong with you? And I, I don't know. I, don't get, I was just trying to process, like, what is going on? Why is Nordstrom's on fire? So we were trying to do our best to get out of the grocery store as quickly as possible because, I mean, there were people looking at us. What's wrong with you? Yeah. So anybody who's judging is, is now confirmed that we're three stooges, out of touch stooges, <laughs> most worried about dinner and nothing else in the world. So we, we have our groceries. We're walking out. Uh, I believe I was in the middle of the three of us. You know how you kind of, I don't know, it's pecking order, but you're just walking. And so you're not walking side by side. So that might have been the reason this young, uh, young lady pointed at you. But you were also one, I was that, one that was said the, the nurse was on fire, yeah, and, and couldn't quite get over that, so said it again, right? And yes. So you, you were the one that, that she, she pointed to. But she, I saw her start to get in her car, and I, like I said earlier, I was a little clued out. I didn't really even notice the, the people in line that, that you allowed her to go in front of you, that you're being nice. I didn't notice that she was the one in front of you as she was packing up her groceries when you said, oh my God, Norson's on fire. And she clearly heard you. So she's starting to get into her little cute little car. And I think it might have even been a Prius. And she then started to step back out of the car. And, you know, from her perspective, I think that was a very brave thing to do. Very young. We're three pretty tall, yeah, grown we're, women. We're, we're, yes, we're yeah, hearty. Uh-huh. And she's definitely petite. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in, her, in her structure. And we may have sounded a little ignorant being so worried about Nordstrom's, right? Like Just a wee bit. Yeah, just a wee just bit. And so maybe bit. she has to be a little bit worried about how we're going to react. Brave girl. She stood back out and, and said, from what I remember, can I ask you something, ma'am? Yeah, she did ma'am <laughs> yeah, me. I yeah. deserved it. And yeah, she was like, excuse me, can I ask you something? And it was, I could tell she was, she was pissed off. <laughs> and, and I remember you two now are busily putting the groceries in the, right. in the, the trunk. And I'm like, right. okay, but in all fairness, I was a doofer that said that out loud. And she goes, I just, I remember saying mm-hmm. something like, I just want to know, were you as upset that George Floyd was murdered 
as you were that Nordstrom was on fire. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I probably said, what? what? I, I just didn't get it because I didn't know. I, we weren't in the, we did, weren't watching news or anything. And she said it again. I just want to know, were you as upset that George Floyd was murdered as Nordstrom's was on fire? And I, I just looked at her and went, oh my gosh, sweetie. I, I was dumbfounded. I was like, of course, oh my gosh, now I'm getting, of course I'm beside right. my heart that right. George Floyd was murdered. I said, I just, I'm just trying to get my head around all this violence. Like, what is happening to our, what is happening? Yes, and I, I think she tried to argue just a little bit by saying, well, what would you have people do? I mean, this is outrageous. Yeah. And, but she, she gave it pretty quickly, but I think it's, it's a good time to take a little bit of a pause. How do people react in the moment like that? Clearly, she was very brave because most, I think most young ladies, given that scenario, would have just gotten in the car and probably stuffed it down a little bit, fumed for a while. Or talked about us or later to their friends. I'm sure she did. I'm sure, I'm sure she Because it probably didn't, it didn't yeah, comfort yeah. her the way we handled yeah. it. But for me, what, what I notice is, you know, we all hear about the fight or flight reaction, but there's that fight, flight, or freeze now. You don't want to fight. You don't want to run because you've tried to become more mature that you're not just going to ditch a situation. <laughs> But I, I do tend to freeze, and I, and I did not come to the rescue. I, you're, you're right. We were busy putting groceries away and That's hoping fair. that, that fair. we could just address this. At the same time, maybe that was okay. You know, that, maybe that would have been too, too intimidating. It's a lesson learned because I, you know, I think not only perspectives was part of this episode, but also do-overs. You know, so like we spent a good amount of time in the car afterwards. Processing, kind of processing, trying to go, what just happened? What just happened. And then it's sort of like, oh man, I wish I would have said this. Or right. I wish I would have asked her this. Or I wish I would have explained ourselves. Or know, ask like, her more. Or ask do, more. Wow. Right. So we didn't have to do over, but we did, we did process all the way home with our groceries and got our ice cream put away. And then, then what did we do? We turned on the, <laughs> I turned on the TV. And then, when, and then I remember just staring because it was all there. You know, Seattle, so many, so many cities, everything across the country, but Seattle was definitely on fire. Yes, yeah. I just remember staring and then I was have sounded such a shallow doofer is the best word I can come up with. No wonder she's, oh my, and then I was like embarrassed for myself going, oh, I so wish I could have a do-over, but it wasn't, it wasn't about Nordstrom's, right? Uh, because I was laughing, I, you know, that, because when we were dressed, I mean, I was dressed in my uniform, I call it now, with flip-flops, hair yeah. kind of comb, gray coming through, shorts to my knees, t-shirt, looking like probably I just got on yeah. the beach, walking from the beach. Nothing about me was polished or nothing against Nordstrom's. I used to shop at Nordstrom's with a sale rack when I was professional and I dressed really nicely, but it had nothing to do with clothes or shopping or having to look good. To me, it was, well, you're from Washington native. And I had been, I've been living in the greater Seattle for 40 years. That Nordstrom is like iconic. Nordstrom is like how many generations of, it was yes. a family run business. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. what I was trying to say of. One of our it was the business store. from from yeah. back in I don't know when they started Jones mm-hmm. Shoes, and and so from you know the more we educated ourselves and then also um, laughed at myself yeah, going oh yeah. god plugged back in the more we you know figured out what had really been going all week on all weekend we were you know fairly ashamed uh, of, and humbled you know yeah like, humbled oh. for sure and if, so if we take a look at her perspective she'd probably spent the entire week weekend or maybe even you know Friday leading up 
on social media, getting up to date, maybe even had been to a protest. Right, marching. Yeah, marching. The outcry was out there. I just, we were, we were isolated and we had isolated but ourselves we in, intentionally. But we intended yeah. to, so be careful so, on that. <laughs> so that is, that's sort of the, the moral of this whole episode is caught in the moment, educating yourself, being current, intentionally being unplugged. And how do you balance that? And how do you balance that? And, and so we wish we had a do-over to you young woman who was so brave to, to talk to us and to ask questions. And we wish we would have had a conversation. I was and, just in shock. Yeah, and we all walked away wishing that we, we could have. If you listen. Yeah, if you're out there, <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. It sounded so... Right. And we, we both have a children. We, I have a son in LA. You've got one in Seattle that are millennial age in their yeah. 30s. They certainly were very in tune with what was going on and had to debate about joining and protesting versus the violence that was going on and, and the, the risk of being, chaos. Yeah, being chaos. really hurt by yeah. some out of control police and also some just some just a few people. That's what's bad I is it, it damages the impression and the statement and the cause, and the cause by people uh, looting and, and Acting setting things out violently. on fire. That was, yeah. That's not even the point. We, you know, we wish we had a do over. We don't. We, I'm sure that we, our pers- their perspective on us was kind of funny and that's okay. We were there for a reason. It was great to connect with each other. We had planned out our podcast and this just, you know, was an incredible opportunity to really think about this as being an episode and one of our early episodes in our season. It, it leads up to, you know, the next topic, which is, Lucille and are you a Lucy or an Ethel? And that will be kind of a fun comparison, but it also, we'll take the opportunity right now to point out that we are, this is not a political podcast. Correct. And we are, we do not want to talk about religion, politics. When we talk about religion, it will be around spirituality and Mm -hmm. souls and hearts and Mm -hmm. and things that everybody can relate to. So we are not here to dictate and and give our viewpoint. And get political. No, it's just, but I thought it was so Mm -hmm. important. It's it's a funny story if you can step back with it. Just imagine how stupid I had to look. That there's humor, irony in that. But again, this, we wanted to share that our own imperfections, our own mistakes we can all make. And, but I totally do not want this to be a political platform. We, we agreed on that. This is going to be a fairly short episode. We were kind of we were kind of thinking too, Calamity, of millennials. You know, you have oh. two of them. I have two of them. Right. You have a boy and a girl. I have two sons. That woman that approached us was a millennial. We're baby boomers. We're with a Gen Xer. And moving forward, comparing those, the millennials, and her frustration in that moment, but in general... Oh, let's mm-hmm. just say it. Us baby boomers are like, what did we leave them to clean up? Right. I mean, I'm not saying we can we get, we have to take all the blame for everything that's happening that's wrong, but there is something there between the baby right. boomers and the millennials. Of I, I've had some of them say to me, yeah. "Thanks a lot for what you left us." Well, and I was thinking about that being maybe an explanation for the the way that the protest started. And thank goodness we have our thank goodness. our young, bold children to take a stand and to mm-hmm. kind of pull us along. But I do think that there's a sense that we left them with this earth that they have to clean up, that, that it's kind of a mess. And, mm-hmm. and we hear that. Yeah. And it's, and it's there's some truth yeah, to it. There, there's some truth to that. We are here to try to do the best we can to continue to learn mm-hmm. from all of you millennials. We do stand up to protest. We do believe that was the right thing to do and get that you are angry, that you have a right to it. Yep. <laughs> you're kind of impatient. You've had enough. Enough is enough. And we're here to learn. That's the, our theme for this episode was really around disconnecting in a different way, unplugging, do-overs, perspectives. And we will spend now the next several episodes kind of drilling back to 
why was I in the freeze mode? Why did I have to learn to stop fleeing situations because I would get so scared that I couldn't speak? So we are going to take a walk back. Yeah, and why did I go really loud? Oh my God! (laughs) Versus just reading it and say, come here, you guys, come here. Yeah, and you you may not have known, but this is an East Coaster talking, (laughs) a New Yorker talking. Upstate, there's a difference, there's a difference. But you know, also as as we go back and do the next episode of Are You a Lucy or Ethel? And if you don't know who those two people are, do some research. I think everyone knows who Lucy and Ethel are. When are you? Which one? And how often are you a mix of both? But I still have to go back for here and now, kind of wrapping this one up. Where's the balance of intentionally unplugging to rejuvenate yourself, your energy, your creativity, to get away from all the noise to the point of also when things are imploded, our Mm -hmm. nation was imploding. Mm -hmm. It still is in a lot of ways. And when do you plug in? Like, where is the balance of being current, being educated, being somewhat aware of things? I have to tell you, I admit it. Maybe it's my age. More and more, I can handle very, very little of Mm -hmm. news, all this coming Mm -hmm. at me. I can physically feel it and its heaviness. Yeah. So I'm finding I am maybe protecting myself more, unplugging more, Mm -hmm. um, wanting my quiet little apartment to just cook. Kunin. Yeah. How about you? I think generation gaps are true. I think that that mm-hmm. changes the way that people are wired. But you know, it's it's time timing too. We are going to talk about personalities and how you are you an introvert or an extrovert and are you Lucy or Ethel? If you are introverted like I am really? and creative and I've got I've got the left-handed thing going. So I find that in my soul I hurt and I get sad and I have a hard time. So I tend to be somebody who doesn't want to feel that way. And so I will more likely than not, not listen to the news for days on end. Yeah. I also think things get created a certain way. You know, the impressions and the tweeting and the, as Brene Brown put it, the sort of inhuman way that we have, we're we're starting to dehumanize by the things that we can say about each other and the name calling and the bullying through social media. It's a simple, when easy way to do it. In yeah. good ways. Yeah. Yeah, when it's, yeah, exactly. And so I, that's, that tends to be my mode anyway, but you're right. It, it's, there is a lot, you know, in general, we've all heard this, that people want to do good. Oh, I totally um, believe Mo- and, most yeah. of us, most yeah. of us are good and we want to do good. And so that, that's, that's that balance of surrounding yourself with the people that you can help, the people that can help you, good people. Yeah. And yeah. I don't need to hear name calling and bashing and tweeting and in order to, to try to help. We are going to start to finish up on this episode. We are going to continue this conversation on Facebook. We've just now talked about, talk about social media. Talk about social media. And if anyone knows me, I, this is like yeah. a huge growth opportunity for me. I don't do Facebook. I don't yeah. do it. But this, but we're wanting to use this, I guess it's called yeah. Facebook Live, as a way that our listener can feel, we want to engage you, right, right Jane? That's right. why Calamity, we're right. wanting to use that platform of like, how about you? Yes. What, what are, yeah. what? What do you think of what we right. just said? Yeah, so we're learning from each other. We're learning from all different generations. Yeah. So that's format that we have come up with is a you know dear spin sister format for a reason. We want to ask questions of all of you. We want to hear from our millennials and our mm-hmm. Gen Zers. I know <laughs> really young ones, and then our mothers and grandmothers. And so a lot of people are on Facebook. It can be a nice format for sharing information. It's the only one we could come up with. 
for being able to ask questions and get responses and sort of right. join in a conversation. Right. And men are invited too, even yes, though we call yeah. ourselves dear spin sisters. <laughs> You're invited too. Yes. And yeah, we've got some really good feedback from the Shut Your Mouth book from men. Oh yeah, right? uh, young men um, and, mm-hmm. oh, and, and baby boomer men. Yeah. It does relate in that it gets, it, it allows them through reading it to better understand a woman's perspective. Their mothers, yeah, their, their mothers. daughters. We will be on, tonight we will be on Facebook. We'll join in a conversation. We'll ask of you sort of, what did you think about all that weekend? And we do tend to think that there was some emotional charge going on because of the isolation, because of COVID. It was like, bam, bam. And they had started to release, you know, going into phase two, they had started to open up some parks and open up. And I think people have just been cooped up and lost their jobs and can't pay bills and they're angry. And this was just, you know, another. And lives. And this so much loss. So we we get that part. So we would ask, you know, how how did you do uh, with all of that? What did you think? What would you what would your impression have been of these three old ladies in a grocery store? And you know how that conversation could have been different. Yeah, like what? So we would love to hear from all of you because we are always learning, and that's Mm -hmm. that's one of our goals. So we will leave you with a quote from Martin Luther King. Yes. Uh, Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are we doing for others? Say it again. That's really good. Yeah. Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are we doing for others? What are we doing for others? Or what are you doing for others? Yeah. Yeah. So we will say goodbye. I'm Calamity Jane. And I'm Roxy. Peace Peace out. out.